fabulous Sunday. And I am being heard on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Podcast, Radio Public, and Stitcher, just to name a few. Tooting my own horn over here, maybe, but I'm really excited about this. I've been watching the number counts on my episodes climb. So thank you guys for listening. Again, those of you in Australia, that makes me super excited because that means people from around the world are listening in. All right. So as promised, I mentioned on last week's episode that this week is going to be about finances. And again, this podcast is called 4.0 in Life, whether you are texting me while I'm in a podcast, um, whether you're in a marriage relationship, you're dating, uh, you're having kids, or you're just really trying to figure out your career life. This is the place to be. Everyone had a 4.0 your life. And I'm not saying I'm an expert in, you know, acing life, but I feel like those of you who really know me, and if you don't, I guess we're going to have to get into that eventually down the line. Um, you know that I've had some serious ups and some crazy twist loops, never a down. I don't believe you ever go down. I believe that you can only go up. So there was some like, you know, roller coaster twist loops, all that fun stuff. But, um, yeah, I've, I've pretty much experienced some of the craziest stuff in the world. But what I really want to talk about this week is something that I feel we forget. And I touched upon it a little bit last week. And that's finances, folks. So this episode is going to be finances 101. And we're going to pretty much, how do you deal with your finances and still try to 4.0 your life? Because listen, it is hard today. Like things are expensive. I remember like getting gas when I first started driving. And I mean, here's where I definitely age myself. I want to say... Now, I had a small little Volkswagen Cabrio. Yeah, go ahead. Every little girl has a Volkswagen Cabrio. Whatever. It was my car, my dream car. I loved it. Eventually, I went to a Jetta, then a GTI. It was a Volkswagen for a long time, but whatever. That's besides the point. And I think it maybe cost me $10 to fill up my Cabrio. $10. Now, if you try to fill up your car, it's like you are not going anything under $20 unless you somehow managed to find the holy grail of gas stations that are still, you know, giving out gas for dirt cheap. And I don't know if that's possible. If they are, please email me. Thanks. So let's start off. Adulting. Whether you are coming out of college, whether you are, some people start adulting very young out of high school. Finances are a big thing. I don't think we really understand, like everyone wants to car, wants to car, (laughs) wants a car, but then they don't realize the price of a car, insurance, gas money. Like, yeah, listen, it was a hot second of coolness to pick up my friends and drive them around when I got my license. And then a week later I was like, yeah, no, this is kind of expensive. I'm not, we're not just going to drive around town. Like, and I feel like that was the cool thing to do back in 1912 when I was driving, just drive around town, see who's hanging out, blast your radio. I never had neons under my car and I'm not judging anyone did, but like, you know, like, Ooh, or the exhaust. Like I listen, you want to pimp out your car. That's fine. Just do me a favor. If you're going to get the exhaust, make sure it doesn't sound like a weed whacker. It's like when they drive by and you just like, you look at them and you, you know how the dogs tilt their head in confusion. That's what we're doing. So yeah. 
So, all right, you can definitely rock the dollar menu at McDonald's. Okay, we're talking about adulting, finances, straight out of high school, straight out of college. Cool. Um, you know, the dollar store has a lot of good finds. I find myself in there pretty often. Target, if you find a good deal. I don't leave Target unless I spend over $100, so that's my problem. But the one thing when you come to finances and adulting, my friends, you need to get a job. <gasps> I think I lost a couple listeners because they just dropped and passed out. I have to get a job. Like, what do you mean? I can't live off of everyone's money. Unless you're born into it. God bless you. Am I jealous? Heck yeah. Like, that's awesome. You know, I mean, was my grandfather the makeup of the Pop-Tart? I'll never tell. I'll never tell. But if you could be born into it, but even, even if you are, you should still have some type of responsibility money, managing, it comes with responsibility. So yeah, get a job. Listen, if you want to be a barista at Starbucks, go for it. I heard they help you with college. UPS, listen, why didn't I not know about UPS when I was in college? Now, I don't know if this is still going on. You might have to like search it up. But supposedly if you work for UPS, um, they help you with college, like paying for college. Like what? Like I'll lift boxes. I'll brown suit it all up. I'll wear the hat, you know, Ace Ventura style going and, you know, grabbing all those left puppies and they're not getting taken care of. I will do that, please. I'm still in college jet. Like what's going on here? But reality is finances, folks, adulting, you need to get a job. And I mean, the other thing that comes with this 4.0 in life, you want things in life, get a job. Now with getting a job and with having a nice salary or whatever it may be, you can buy your own things. You don't have to rely on others to always pay for it. Unless, again, unless you have the money tree, please, let's be friends. Let's be friends. In today's age, it is difficult. New Jersey is ridiculous. Um, it's so expensive here. I feel like when I was in Europe, when Europe, I don't know why I said it like that. When I was in Europe, when I was back in high school, I decided to travel before going to college. I remember, I can't remember what country I was in, but I'm not kidding you. I had to pay for my toilet paper. Like you would use the public, the public restroom and I had to pay for my toilet paper. And I was like, what? And it was like cardboard status. I'm like, this is bananas. And I was like, I have to pay for toilet paper. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, like, if I go to like the local mall, I mean, they have like 50 extra rolls like on stock, almost saying, here, take one if you want on your way out. Thanks for coming. So adulting, finances, find a good job. Again, it's okay if you want to rock dollar store fines. I'm all about it. You want to go to the dollar menu? That's fine. Just keep in mind sometimes whatever you're eating is not always going to be the best for your future health. But build on something financial, all right? Because then when we get into the next phase of our life, okay, so we're moving in life. Let's say we decide to date someone. So now here I am. I'm dating officially my husband. He was so stubborn. I'm like, dude, can you just ask me out? Like, let's, you know what it is? Different generation. He's younger than me. And I feel like he was like, well, you know, it's like, it's like, let's hang out. And I'm old school. I'm like, wait a second. I'm curtsying over here. Like you need to court me. You need to date me. Like what are you doing? So for me, now that you're dating, it's like, okay, here's a couple of things. You can go out to eat, um, gifts, holidays, folks. Now I'm not saying you have to go and spend 
$500 on a gift, whether it's birthdays or whatnot. But I mean, you gotta, you gotta gift them something and Hey, you want to make a card, make a card, but you still have to put money into it. Um, what about if you're moving in with the other person? So this is what I remember, you know, when my husband met me, I was living in a condo and I'm like, okay, so you could have a draw, a draw, a drawer. <laughs> I hate that word. It's like everyone always like drawer, coffee, water, whatever. You can put your stuff here if you want, or you can move in. And obviously I knew this was going to be a big leap for him because again, he's younger than me. He met me. We started dating really fast and I'm not sure he was ready to like jump in because again, you're going from living at home, which is perfectly a-okay, living at home, not paying a mortgage, not paying electricity, not paying water bills, grocery shopping. Like everyone forgets all the other stuff you have to pay for into like full blown, give me your paycheck and have a great day. So you have to keep these things in mind. So he moved in with me and you know, I, I bet for him for the first like couple months, three months, it was like, whoa, this is intense. Cause you're used to, you know, living at home and you pay, you pay your parents rent or you pay whatever you pay them. And you still like, Hey, I got like $800 left in my pocket. Let's go out. Now you're like, Hey, I got $5 in my pocket. Let's stay in ramen noodle night. Woo-woo! Right. Cause that's what you can afford. Um, so again, finances are something you really have to think about whether you're adulting, whether you start dating someone. And the thing is, it's like, okay, um, how do you split things? And if that, listen, that's an interesting conversation. I think a lot of people go into relationships and they're like, we're going to move in with each other and it will just make it work. But you really got to have that conversation. And it could be awkward at times because you're paying a mortgage, electric, water bill, grocery shopping. If you do decide to have side cash, you still have your car payment, your phone bill, any college loans you're paying off, um, any credit card debt you may have. I'm trying to think if you live in a condo like we did, you have like your dues. I mean, those are just 10 things I just rolled off. And right now in my head, I'm counting like over a thousand dollars. So you really have to sit down with the other person and make sure they're ready for that. And again, with finances comes responsibility because if you are going to do this with someone else, you have to make sure they're on board, not just someone that's going to move in with you for a month and be like, bye. And then you're like, wait. And I have a couple of friends who do this on their own. And I shout out to you guys. I don't know how you do it. You are my hero because I know like personally in myself, um, if I did it, would I be able to have some of the things I have? No, you know, you, things were pricey. They're expensive. Would I go into a brand new lease like I did? No, I wouldn't. But you know, these are the things you got to think about. And then marriage. Now marriage is similar to dating when it comes to finances, unless you have not moved in or you rented and now you're going to buy a house or a condo. So a good friend of mine that I work with, um, her and her future husband, they bought a house. And I remember just hearing her so stressed out because she's younger than me and she's, she's my husband's age and I, my husband's age. And I think about, it, I'm like, Oh my God, like I remember that. Like, it's just stressful closing fees. Um, you know, money that you have to put down to fix things. Like you have to have, I think they say like you should have three months worth of a mortgage payment just in case something happens like as backup. And most people are like, are you kidding me? Like that's bananas. But it's hard because you finally settle into your house and you're like, yay, all you want to do is paint. You want to decorate. You want to knock things down. And you're like, 
zero balance. And you're like, what? Like, how am I supposed to do anything? And it's, it could be so stressful. And that's why, like, I just kept reminding her, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. It's so great. Like you have a marriage coming up soon. You have a house because reality folks, finances can separate people. Finances can like turn people inside out, upside down, all around. It is brutal, especially if you happen to be in a relationship with someone who has a lot of money, but they don't like to use it. Like meaning they're not splitting it with you, which is bananas. And I've seen that in cases too. So that's absolutely insane. I also know great friends of mine who, like I said, they're single, they're on their own and they just make it work. They just do what they got to do every day. They make it work and that's it. So, oh my God, I talk so much. I'm going to give you guys a quick break because I need a quick break. And after this message, we'll come back and talk about the last category when it comes to finances, children. Be right back, guys. All right, we are back. We are going to wind this podcast down in the next five minutes. And we're going to talk about finances 101 when it comes to kids. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know what? Pause. My child dresses better than I do because I feel like, and I've had conversations with parents, I feel like I have my kid dressed to the nines, modeling for Gap or like Carter's, and I, <laughs> my hair's not done. Mascara is on because my lashes are super blonde, so I need mascara. But I look kind of like I, I just rolled out of, I don't know, a dumpster, and he's like, looking super fly. I mean, the kid has better sneakers than I do. I'm not complaining here. I'm just saying like when it comes to kids as parents, we go nuts. We go crazy. And one thing I am so blessed and I'm going to warn parents with a young kid and future parents, you do not need to be the next Toys R Us because what happened to the current one? That no longer, well, it's not current. It's no, it's not here. They went bankrupt. I can't believe like there are some folks who literally have not one toy room, but like two. Why do you need all those toys? Here's what I've learned. One thing when it comes to finances, okay? In the first year, I was blessed because at my baby shower, tons of people gave diapers. Guys, put that on your um, registry. Ask people for like a diaper party. We did not have to buy any diapers for the first year in my child's life. No joke, because we had that many. So that's saving us right there. Um, I also breastfed, so we saved money on formula. However, ready, teachers um, and anyone who is a police officer and firefighter, I believe, don't hold me to that. I think it's many teachers or police officers with um, NFAMIL if you sign up on their like online and you order formula through them, they give you a discount. Yes, they give you a discount. So yeah, check that out folks, because we saved so much money. I can't tell you, like we would order cases of formula and they would, um, cause we would supplement after a while. And then my son stopped breastfeeding and I saved so much money. The cases would get delivered to my house. And then I saved so much money because shout out to Enfamil and supporting teachers and police officers, double checking the firemen. I don't know for sure, but I definitely know it's um, teachers and police officers. All right. So then the other thing was we didn't go crazy with toys. Toys, I swear to the heavens, toys can really just drown you out, mainly because it stresses you out. And secondly, because they don't need them. Like I watched my son, I brand new toy, maybe for about a good month, loved it, played with it. And then he checked out and then it was like time for a new one. 
So if you're constantly buying your kids toys and you're not like giving them away or, you know, selling them, you're spending so much money. And at that age, they're very exploratory. I agree. But do things with them. Stop putting them in front of toys. Like, I don't know, read a book or something. But you got to set limits. I think that's the most important. Um, even with grocery shopping, we noticed a huge change. Like if, you know, some people choose to make their baby food and that's great. But there are times that my kid just wants a certain thing to eat. I'm going to go buy it. Watch for sales. Look for coupons. Like, don't worry. Your pride is not going to be taken away if you use coupons or you shop for sales. These are things that are going to save you money. And with those things, my husband and I, we set limits. Um, we're still able to go out to dinner every now and then with my son as well and just enjoy life. And I think when it comes to finances, whether you're adulting, you're dating, uh, you're going into a marriage or you're having kids, you have to set limits and you have to set goals. Because realistically, here's the thing. I can put $40,000 away in a savings bank and say, I can't touch it. But listen, I, I, I don't know when my, you know, knock on wood, I don't know when my time is. What is that $40,000 going to do in a bank if I'm not here? So by all means, you can save money. I'm not saying don't, but just enjoy every part of it. If you are responsible and you take care of your finances, whether you're hitting the dollar menu or you're going out for fine dining, as long as you set a limit, you are good and you will 4.0 your life. Oh, that was a lot. I mean, I swear, I love doing this. I love honestly knowing that my life is crazy and I somehow find myself grounded when I talk to you guys. And I keep loving to see all of the numbers going up, guys. So please make sure you are sharing, subscribe to my podcast, like, love, whatever it is you can do on the platform you're listening. And make sure to join me every Sunday at noon here, always 4.0ing life. Have a great, beautiful, healthy, wonderful Sunday. And I will, yeah, we'll tune in next Sunday, guys.